Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudisruti. Can you hear me? Yes, Rahul. Uh, today is December 22nd. The time is about 11.33. Ready New NPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let us know that you're a newcomer and put your camera on. Jeevan? Yes. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I am a newcomer. Uh, thank you for this call. Um, I, I'm an H-1B visa right now. Uh, give, give, give me one second. Give me one second. Sure. But you're on H-1B, go ahead. Yes, sir. I'm on H-1B visa right now and I'm visiting India for the first time to get my H-1 stamping. I had an appointment on 19th and I thought I was eligible for Dropbox. But when I reached the consulate and he said that, you know, I wasn't because I had clearance on my F-1 visa. Uh, so they've asked me to reschedule my H-1B visa, regular interview slots. But as India doesn't have it, so I'm stuck. I wanted to know what are my other options. I currently have a Canada visitor visa. So do I automatic do I apply for the automatic revalidation and can cross the border through valid 797 or uh, any other options available? I didn't understand what you said, ma'am. So okay. So you're you have a stamping and then you're go ahead. Uh yes. Uh I okay. So I need H-1B visa stamping, uh, but uh-huh. uh, I, I came on Dropbox, but I wasn't eligible for the Dropbox because I had clearance received on my F-1 visa. So I had to go through a regular interview slot. Okay. Uh, as I have to look out for new, uh, you know, uh, interview slots, but India doesn't have the option. So I'm stuck in India. I was looking out for a different route that I can reach US before so I can continue with my job. So uh, another option that I heard from someone is that, you know, if you have a valid, uh, I have a valid uh, visitor visa to Canada. So can I cross mm-hmm. the Canada, can I cross US through Canada border on valid 797? Do I qualify for that? Because I've not left US and, you know, it's just been seven days that I've left US. Well, you can, you can go to, you can go to Canada. So what is that you're achieving by going to Canada? So we're going to Canada. You can actually cross the border through 797 and enter US. I so know. You do not but really... Yeah. You do not need a so passport can... stamp to come back, but what is. What is that? Your purpose is to visit Canada or India? My purpose is to visit US. I want to come back to US because I don't want to stay stuck in India as India doesn't oh, have the visa slots right whoa, now. Whoa, whoa. I, I got mistaken. I'm completely mistaken. Okay. I'm completely mistaken. Sorry. Okay. So you, right now you are in India right now. Correct. No, you cannot go to Canada and come from there to here. You cannot. The automatic revalidation without having a visa stamping 
is not available if you leave Canada. You are in India. That is not applicable. That's illegal. It will be considered as a uh, it, it will be considered as misrepresentation by coming from Canada to here. Okay. I thought you were here right now. No. Okay. You cannot come come on that one. Next person, please. Mohan. Yeah, hi Rahul. Uh, this is Mohan. Uh, so currently, uh, my wife, uh, we uh, dropped a H1 for my wife. So she got the approval, and uh, but we don't have the I-797B copy. Uh, the employer didn't share with us. Uh, so we have the I-797C notice of action with us with the receipt number. So with that, can we transfer the H1 to other employer, any other employer? You can. You can. Okay. Okay, so there is no problem with I-797B copy. No, that's fine. You can transfer. But did they apply with the I-94, the I-797, the, the employer has it as the I-94 with it? No. How do you know? No, she, did, she didn't came right yet uh, here. Oh, 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 I just got out of the TV show just now and I'm getting confused. Wait, 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 wait. So... Your wife has a H-1B approval. She's in India right now. Yes, yes. First time. And can she transfer to a different company? No. Technically, she's not counted toward the H-1B number because she's not stamped in the passport. Okay. Okay. Having said that, we tried a couple of times. Okay. We have been successful 50% of the time. We have been failed 50% of the time. And for you to get the actual 797 approval also, you can file a FOIA USCIS, okay? Okay. And you can get the H-1B approval directly from them. But still, she cannot use that to transfer because she never was work for them or she never got the stamping from them, okay? Okay, what can be what? Uh, maybe what can be the solution? So there is no chance, right? Uh, so to transfer. I said there is 50-50 chance for transfer. Okay. Okay. okay thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I'm a newcomer. My name is Srinivas. Um, um, actually, I have a, a H1. Uh, my H1 is approved and uh, stamping is due. I'm in India right now. My elder son is a US citizen. He's in, uh, he's in US. Okay, so my question is, uh, if I travel to US uh, and, uh, you know, he can sponsor my green card and along with my green card, my younger son is Indian and he's 16 year old. So that uh, derivative immigrant uh, green card also no. can parallelly be applied? No, no. The If your son wants to apply for the green card, only you and your wife will get it. Your child will not get it. There is no derivative green card for the for the yeah. immediate relatives. Uh, but after three months, like when I get that 485 and along with that, you know, once I, once my, you know. Once you know, get yeah. the green card, once you get the green uh -huh. card, uh -huh. then you can file something called F2A, applica F2A application and get in uh -huh. the green card. Okay, approximately how much time it may take for me and for uh, my son? For you and your, for you, to get a green card will take about two years. For your son to get the green card will take about two, two and a half years. Oh, even if I'm in US also, will it take about the same? I yes. heard that if I'm yeah. in US, it takes faster path. No. No. No, sir. And oh. then before you come into United States, you need to check with a lawyer 
Because mm. if your only purpose is to come and get the green card, technically you're not supposed to enter into this country on a B2 visa. No, no, no. To work, actually, I have a okay. valid H1. Yeah, to work. Oh, you have a valid H1. Okay, then, you're good. Uh, then you can yeah. come in. So if you have valid yeah. H1B, um, you may have to move your child, 16-year-old child to an F1 visa though. Okay. Because when okay. you get the green card, he can't be an F4, H4. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Next, next person. Next person. Prema? Uh, hi, uh, Rahul. I'm a newcomer. So I'm an F1 international student uh, studying, uh, doing my master's here. So I got my job offer uh, in August and then uh, I had applied for F1 OPT and then I got my EAD card recently. So uh, in few days back, I got to know from my company X that uh, uh, my job uh, start date has been pushed by five months. Uh, but I have uh, like my actual start date is in Feb, but uh, uh, it has been pushed to uh, June. So 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 I'm, so you yeah. you're in, I, I I did not pay attention. You're in st what visa status? You're in STEM STEM right now? Or uh, no, okay. it's an F one F one. F1. So, yeah. and are you an OPT or STEM extension or just going to school? Uh, no, I've completed my uh, studies. Like I've applied for graduation December 16th was my, was my graduation. And then I have applied for okay. F1 OPT and I got my OPT. EAD for that. But they're telling the start date will be in February or what? what which month? Uh, I had earlier, my start date was in Feb, February. And then uh, now it has been pushed by five months uh, to the July. You, you cannot be unemployed for more than 90 days on the first yeah. year of that. So you need to, if yeah. they have pushed the date, you need to find another employer to do the job. Yeah, I got or it. So my, my question was like, uh, I got a, a like a volunteer position in my university for like uh, for the next five months. Uh, I got a volunteer position in my uh, university for the next five months. My question is, can I travel outside US and then come back using the volunteer uh, employment letter you can. from my university? You can. You can. Uh, you can. Uh, do I need any other documents other than EAD and F1 and then passport plus my uh, unpaid volunteer job offer letter from my university? That is, that, th those are good enough now. Those are good enough for you to travel. Next person, please. Thank you. Hey Rahul, uh, this is Shiva. I my wife uh, is on H1B and uh, it maxes out uh, in March. Uh, her I-94 expires on 30th of March. So we applied for H4 and uh, EAD uh, concurrently last month. And uh, my question is, uh, while uh, the H4 change of status is pending, can she stay after March 30th if it's not approved by then? Or does Absolutely. she need she to go? No, no. She can, she stay. can stay even after. She cannot work, but she can stay. Cool. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Thank okay. you. Next person, please. Bhavan? Bhavna. Hey. So I go have ahead. a question. Uh, I have like I-485 file from my husband in EB2, which has priority date of 2014. I got my EAD and advanced payroll from that. My husband got green card. Now we wanted to file I-130 petition. So wanted to know if we can file I-130 and 485 together, or I have to file 130 first and then transfer 485 once it is approved. My company attorney is uh, saying that it will je jeopardize my case. 
and advanced payroll length ead will be gone so wait 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 ma'am you said you got a ead in advanced payroll but did mm-hmm. you, what status were you before that i am in h1b right now you are in h1b right now my husband got the green card he has i got it okay. i got it i got it what i would recommend you is to file an i130 and 485 all together because you maintain the non immigrant status Okay. So both together, uh, but what will happen with my EAD and advance payroll? The one which I got. Why does it now? matter? How do no? Just ignore it. Just ignore it. Okay. So yeah. another question here is like companies. We put. Say a, we put. A, we. we I, uh, which company says it will jeopardize your case? Like my company attorneys say, far they are saying like it will jeopardize your case. The existing four eighty five which is filed, it will be abandoned and. all those things so like how, they have to withdraw how it, that how, how does it how does it matter for you you are an h1b no do we have to like withdraw the existing 485 no don't withdraw, don't withdraw it file from one more fresh if you want you can if you want to but i want you to watch the video that addresses exactly the same thing okay and if you are yes, interested in if uh-huh. you are interested in contact us contact me yes yes and i we will do the entire process for you a to z Yeah, so wanted to know okay. the process and the fees. Like, do I have to contact you for that? Yes, ma'am. I sent an email to you. Okay. I want you to watch okay. the video though, which we made. Okay. You're in H1B. File, file four eight five. File everything. You'll get a green card in two years. Period. Yeah, so Just ignore matter, the four eight five. Existing four eight five won't matter, right? Okay. No, it, it's not something that you did any fraudulent activity. You're good. So if I get like Next two person. green cards, won't it matter? Okay. No, you only get you will only get one green card. You won't get the two thousand fourteen green card. It's not current. Next person. Uh, uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, this is my first time uh, on the call. Uh, currently, um, uh, my six year max out is going to be on the twenty eighth of Jan, twenty twenty three, which is a month away, uh, and uh, my perm has been filed in April, April twelfth to be precise. So I'm doubtful if uh, I'd be able to get the perm approval and. Keep going. You're doubtful that you're going to get the perm approval. Yes. Uh, so can, I so can't my, hear you, Ike. Okay. Uh, you can't hear me. Uh, is the now? Now you. Now, now you. Now we can go ahead. Now we can't hear you. Ike, you are muting yourself. Oh, now we can hear you. Now you muted yourself. Oh, come on. Uh, can someone unmute? We can hear me? you now. Uh, you are okay. unmuted now. Okay. Sure. Thanks, Rahul. Sorry. Sorry about the confusion. Uh, so my spouse is on H one B status. So I was thinking, uh, if I move to H four status before my H one B max out happens, can I go to the mm-hmm. one of the border points and have my I ninety four updated uh, through the border points on H four no. receipt? No, no, you can file a H four and stay here while yeah, H four is pending. Uh, yeah, because uh, the the it's a span of two weeks, right? If my H my one forty gets approved by end of Jan or maybe first week of Feb, and if I need to apply for H one B extension, since my H four is pending, they will not approve my. I mean, they'll. Um, I was no, told that no, no, wait, 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 wait. If you when is your H one B expiring? Twenty uh, eighth Jan, uh, Rahul, twenty twenty. So if you get the I one forty approval by twenty eighth Jan. even mm-hmm. if you file the h4 they can extend the h1b so oh, they can still h1 oh, okay they can still yes uh, but and what if uh, you if can file happens. you can file okay. the h4 online instead of going outside though first of all you can't go outside you have to make an appointment with the consulate and get it yeah, yeah true 
no the question is uh, if if the h1 so you're saying the change of status will also be approved when the h4 is pending uh, for the h1b extension after the 140 approval see you until january 28th you have it is right okay yes, you can mm -hmm. file h4 on january 25th if yeah. you don't get the h1b you can file online true 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 that's that's the plan but the point is when uh, if i get my 140 after 28th of jan potentially uh -huh. and right when, if, if i use that to oh i got the point extension. i got the point yeah i got the point yeah 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 you you if you want to achieve that though uh you have to make an h4 appointment and get the stamping done and come back okay so there is no way that i can go to one of the border points and no. update on you cannot, the next person no you cannot next person please Sachin? hello can you hear me Good yeah, uh, uh, I have a question. I, I am a researcher. I have my EB, EB1B approved already uh, in, in August. And uh, so at the time I was H, H1, which kind of expires in March in that sense. But I have, I have already received my EAD and advanced parole document is in production. That's the recent message. Now, the issue here is that since the... EB1B, the I-485 was filed in September and the six months will be in March. I have a possibility here the job might not continue. I have another job offer, but it's not, I mean, so I work with lasers and so the position is research, but the job offer I have, it is in sales, but it's still laser company and it's a technical sales position. So, so as long, uh, 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 when did you file the 485 application? In September 9th. October, November, December, January, February, March. So you're going to lose the job by March? I, there is a possibility that I can keep the job by March. If you, uh, if you can keep the job by March and you, then you move on to another research job, you're fine. Okay. Uh, yes, but what? So the there cannot be a transition to the sales position, although it is like a similar research no. field. Okay. Um, I would recommend to stay in the research field. EB one B is particularly outstanding researchers, so right. not sales people though. So of course there are ways where we can say that sales doesn't mean that we just sell the things. We do research okay. and sell it but that need to be well documented though. Okay, you need to, first of all, try to stay with the company for six months. Then if you don't have an option, go to sales, but you need to discuss with the lawyer to see how you can still, still sustain the AD1B. Okay, but if, uh, if I do not, uh, okay, let's assume that the sales position job did not work and I don't have a research job after March, after six, I complete six months here. Then what are my options? I have to immediately leave or can I stay here till I have, because since there, are, progressed... there are ways, for example, self-employment, your wife can employ you. There are different ways, but you need to consult a lawyer. Those are not safe methods. Okay. But yes. you have to risk so, rather than, I would not leave the country. After six months. Yeah. Okay. Next okay. person, yeah. please. Thank Abhishek. you. Self-employment is one thing that you can consider. Go ahead, Abhishek. Hi Rahul, um, it's always good to um, get updates from your YouTube channel and also talk to you. Sure. My question is, um, 
I'm on an H1 with approved I-140 at a financial institution. I recently uh, got a promotion to a managerial level, but I want to be very clear that, that this position will not have people under me officially. It will be under my manager, but I will have folks who I will be leading in projects. Um, there is an option for me to go to Can. If, if there is an option for me to go to Canada, can I come and stay for a year? Can I come back on L1A? That is the question. Mm -hmm. But nobody will be, you are not supervising any of them. I'm not supervising, but I read somewhere that there is a, there's a draw out for functional managers, um, which does not yeah. need officially people underneath you. Yeah, there is, but it's, they're very weak and we get a lot of denials from it. Now things are a little bit different right now than what they were before, but it's going to be very risky if it's a functional manager. That's all I can tell. Okay. And uh, my current, uh, since I have approved I-140, would that, uh, if it works out and if there is a path, would the current priority date remain um, when I yes, come back sir. on? Yes, sir. Okay. It will remain. Okay. And the title says manager officially. Um, it doesn't matter says, what title. We look, into, we look into how many people you manage. If it's a functional manager, it's going to be a big minus point and a lot of denials are coming on the functional manager. Got your okay. okay. Thank you so much. Next question. Yes. Uh, hi, Rahul. This is Madhu. Uh, thank you for all the help. Uh, so I'm on H1. Uh, sorry, I'm on EAD. Uh, if mm -hmm. I want to go to Canada and come back, I don't have a stamping for H1 in case if I need to refile in future. Uh, do I need stamping to return or uh, automatic validation? I can come back. You said you have an EAD. What do you mean EAD? Uh, EB3 EAD. Uh, yeah, H1 uh, related EB3 EAD. You have an advanced parole also or just EAD? Yes. Yes, advanced parole and EAD. Well, you can always go anywhere to any country and come back on advanced parole. Uh, I mean, if I want to come back on H1B status, uh, even though I don't have stamping, but valid for three more years, H1B. Yeah, you can you, you can use the I-797 to come back if you're only going to Canada. Okay. And second question, if I go to India and stuck there uh, because of COVID. Why would you get stuck there? Why would you uh, get stuck of, there? You have an advanced Oh, no, no. Uh, because of COVID uh, situation is going on uh, in case if we lock up there and uh, stuck in India for uh, extended mm -hmm. okay. my EAD expiry. Uh, if it expires while I'm in India, uh, can ah, then you'll be in trouble. Time? Then you'll be in trouble. Okay, only then option you have to get H one this time. Then you so have to get H one this time. So EAD, I can never get back. Um, if, if, it's, it's expired, if it's expired, if it's expired, you cannot. You cannot okay. use expired advance parole to come back into the United States. So we cannot extend it from India. You mean EAD or AP? Mm, no, you are supposed to be here at the time of extension. Next person. Okay. Thank you, but it's going to be very hard to think right now there's going to be shut off in India. Right. Next person, please. Abhishek. Hey, hi. Uh, can you hear me? Go ahead. Hey, hi. This is Abhishek here. So I'm in my sixth year of H1B. So my H1B is maxing out in Feb of first week, like including all of my recapturing and everything. And mm -hmm. my I, perm is in process. So they filed my perm like my priority date is September and right now like they gave me off like my employer gave me option like either I could take a foreign assignment or I have to leave US basically but 
the problem is my employer doesn't have any entity outside us so like it doesn't matter they, you can you can contact any consulting company they can directly bill they can take the payment from that company and give you in india or you can directly get the payment from your company but they are not like they are not allowing me to go on the consultancy so right now they have all, they have said that uh, i have to do a, ter- uh, a temporary a termination go to india and wait for uh, the form to be approved they are not willing so, to continue maybe, employment with you they are not willing to continue employ with you uh, unless, like uh, yes they are not but because uh, i don't have a work permit after feb so and they are not going to do like uh, the contract basis or okay no so what's the question there. what's the question for me so what what are like what else i could ask my employer like what are the other options to keep on continuing something like is there anything that i can do Well, they can but if they don't want to like you know like my wife could allow me to come into her home but if she doesn't want to what what can you do okay can you help me and, take me to into my home okay so one one thing i want to know if if i uh, leave us uh, before my max out date uh, can they keep me in their system without paying me can they do a leave of absence they without can, paying they can do what they can do whatever they want to but that's up to them whether they can or not whether it's a leave of absence whether the termination it doesn't matter because they told me that they cannot do a leave of absence because my work my wife says happens. that my my wife says that i cannot bring meat into home no, i can't no, take you, chicken you, to my home no they said that legally they cannot do a leave of absence no, that's what i am well that's what my wife says too legally i can take the chicken to my home my wife says no so that company can fix their own rules are you getting the point abhishek okay, okay. they are so, making up their own rules oh okay all right so i can do that, that so i can fight for it you can do but it's all your company's wish you can't do okay. against your company as far as the law is concerned you can go in india you can continue to be on the leave or you can work for that company or you can have a contract job given to some other company and do that but if they don't want to do it there is nothing you can do okay. all those things are legal what you're speaking the okay. only uh, thing you cannot do is after your completion of 6 years to stay in united states and work for that company that you cannot do yeah you may also want to consider something called compelling circumstances ead though we just released a video though okay there is something called compelling so, circumstances ead all right and you can do that okay i'll i'll look at that video yeah it's not addressed to you but you can consider that uh, you can do that okay next person okay harshad hi hi rahul this is harshad i'm a newcomer too so i had a quick uh, question regarding uh, capturing h1b so my wife got h1b lottery she got laid off before the h1b got activated she again like she had stem extension so she continued with stem extension but can we capture that h1b somehow or so when not- when she got the h1b she got kicked out of the civil system or not so she so uh, i'll probably explain this whole thing so she got kicked out so she was on cap cap 
and uh, what happened is she got uh, her approval h1b approval everything was done back in april april first second or third week she got the approval notice as well but she got laid off in july uh, they did withdraw they, uh, from the they did withdraw h1b the company did withdraw h1b before first of october uh, mm -hmm. she got kicked out of the system she didn't really get kicked out of the service system because uh, we her stem ead got approved before 1st of october so she is right now on the stem ead so she's working you know? in a how do you know so we uh, so she confirmed it with her university and she's working we have the ead right so no. she confirmed no, did you did she did she logged into the civic system no she she couldn't log in but her university checked and she is in the civic system we uh, checked with why the, could not why could not she log in uh, i think there is some password issue and she's trying to get a reset from the university but she checked with the university and they said that it's all fine so she is in the system she has the ead did she left the country outside the country after october no she's she's here and do you know if the if the uscis has confirmed the withdrawal before october 1st or after october 1st i think it was before october 1st okay let's assume that she has been if if all what you're telling to is we cannot use that h1b okay yeah Because that's h1b that... cannot H1B cannot be withdrawn before October first. Then she's technically not counted toward the H1B number. Okay. Yeah, it got withdrawn before first of October, and I I think I know that they got the confirmation also before first of October. So. Yeah. Okay. So Next that, person, please. Okay. Yeah, in that case, she cannot. But Nirku, uh, I I have some doubt about why your wife is not getting logged into the system. Next person, please. And this will be the last person, guys, uh, for today. Mahesh. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Rahul. Um, so uh, I have a quick question. Like you know, so my uh, I am on H one B, and my H one B is valid until twenty twenty three October. And uh, we applied H one B. Before we go, if any any people have any more questions, guys, you can leave it in the chat. When you send the chat, please send the chat to everyone. Um. So that uh, we will respond. I'll try to respond. Go ahead. Your H one B is expiring twenty twenty three. I'm sorry. Yes. So and uh, my wife is on H four, and uh, so, so we applied H one B from a consulting company, and uh, so her H one B is approved uh, this year itself. But uh, you know, since she is on H four, and uh, we could not, and she got an I seven nine seven B. So with that, that uh, I seven. Why would why would why did she got I seven nine seven B? uh that i am not sure how my attorney applied so we could not able to apply for ssn uh, with the help of ssn b so what i want to do is like you know since her h4 is expiring on 2023 october so i want to go out of uh, us which is uh, next to, i live in houston so which is next to mexico so i can go there and come back with the ssn b right so to no, get her she cannot she cannot come back on ssn b uh so what is the way uh, that i can bring her she has to go her... and give she can go and get the h1b stamping and come back she can file a change of status with premium processing here in united states the same company can file right. it right but that will take at least 3 to 4 months right if you if you do the change of status so we want to do a change of status wait, outside would... just with the port of entry like wait port of entry you cannot do it we cannot do change of status no 
not in port of entry okay um suti i'm not getting the message okay i'm getting messages you can't do change of status in 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 uh, uh you can't do change of status in port of entry i'll go to the questions right now Okay. Uh, I I I94 is expiring with old passport expiry in 2013. Margaret and Magic done after getting a new passport. Thank you for the solution. I94 extension done now till visa expiry sounds good, but it is tied to the old passport, not the new passport. Is that fine? Oh, it doesn't matter whether the I94 is tied to the old passport or new passport. As long as your I94 is expiring in 2024, you're good, Tafik. Yeah, but so why she cannot come because uh, her. So can you mute this guy? She, she cannot come. She can come on H four. She cannot come on H one B. Can you mute this guy, please? You cannot change the status in the port of entry. Um. Any more questions? Please leave on the message, guys. Um. H one B have I one forty potential for layoff in Q one employment comes completely layoff valid. Yeah, you can. You can use that. Um. In fact, we just made a video. uh specifically for that though you can watch that video we just i just made it like two minutes before we came in it was a live show prior date to then refile in october we have eard in my son is age and he wants to start using it you see the issues i don't know whether he is protected shiva by the i don't know whether he is protected under the cspa if he is protected by cspa then i don't mind him using the i don't mind him using the ead if i were you uh um how many months is uh, ready um how many months is not important the question is whether you have at least three people on the payroll of the company like h4 eads eads green card holders whoever not or even indirect contracting and then you need to have an office space to file h1 b three people on the payroll and having a office space these are important how long whether it's one month or 10 months it doesn't matter 10 years it doesn't matter you can travel to singapore or mexico for visa stamping you can uh, there are people who are traveling to uh, uh, vietnam you can travel there if you are not getting an appointment but definitely not come through canada though i have an i140 uh, documents not provided by employer employee the company is it possible for company why to process h1 b yes absolutely you can you can do you can process it with the receipt notice or any of the information and you can get a you can get the i140 information pradeep if you go through this link it's only 10 minutes it's free it's online okay it'll take about 6 weeks for you to fill that thing out it's free so get that thing out uh anything else guys thank you guys for coming the next zoom conference will be tomorrow at 3:30